Hey, everybody. Uh, another podcast coming out here. Uh, Jen Stillman and I sit down and we just randomly talk about everything from uh, why we like podcasts to why it's important to have friends in your life, uh, why good conversations are good, which seems kind of like a no-brainer. And then we kind of veer off into why it's good to be a good, open-minded person. So uh, there isn't... Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of meat on this one. We ramble a bit. So uh, enjoy. There's another podcast. We did it again. Enjoy. Hey, Jen Stillman. Hi, John. So uh, we're We're back again. Yeah, we're on podcast number two. I'm number two. I'm number two. Indeed. Indeed. It's great. I think one of the things that we need to clear up right away Mm -hmm. is people think that this is a little power shop or diesel or truck podcast. Right. And I would not be here if that were the case. I bet you would. Nope. Well, yeah, I would. But I'd just be making fun of you the entire time. True story. Not a good podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to diesel, and you don't want to talk about it after hours, so... Right. And... The, the reason I like podcasts is my, some of my favorite podcasts I've ever heard. So, and this is the other thing we've discovered in the past couple days. What's that? Is you and I have very different experiences with podcasts. We do. I like my last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. I like podcasts about murder, mayhem, but they're very cut. They're very clean. They're, they're, they're edited. Produced. They're produced. Right. So, you like... Just the free form, right? Kind of what we do right. here. So, what? So, and I think that there's not a uh, right or wrong there. And I listen I to agree. some produced ones too. So I listen to uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, right? Uh, the one with the Dirty Jobs guy, um, Mike Rowe. Have you ever listened to his? Mm. They're super short. Mm. Uh, another one that I really like that's produced is the Malcolm Gladwell. I have not heard that one either. So good. But it's basically they sit down and they write out a script. Yeah. And they're reading the script. And it's very polished and clean. Right. Which, so you like both. Yes, I do like you both. You dig on both. All but right. But my favorite, so if I had to pick a favorite. Yeah. I like the interesting polished podcast. But my favorite is just a conversational podcast. Oh. Because what I think is really neat is. What comes out of it? Yeah, because when you take. Yeah. A a politician is what comes to mind when you first get into this. When you watch politicians on TV, mm-hmm. it's a very polished, measured answer. Yes. Because they're working on like a Script. 10 or 30 second soundbite yes. for a network. Yes. So if you sit down with a politician and talk to them for two hours mm-hmm. and drag them out into the deep water. Right. You start to understand like what they feel about things, right. what they think about things. Like you can't be that, like you can't use those canned answers over and over again. Right. And one of the things that I've loved about those freeform conversational podcasts mm-hmm. is there are a lot of guests that I couldn't even on various ones. I couldn't even bring up their names or tell you who they were. Yeah. They had an impact on my life on some way. Right. There's like a People little nugget. People have things to say yes. that they don't even know. The, what they're saying is pure poetry. Right. Earlier tonight, we had Pam in here. You'll hear that podcast at some point. I'm sure some, you'll yeah. get that. Pam, John's wife, is she was like, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't know how I'm going to react. I'm not a good conversationalist. But then you start talking to her, and the things that she says mm-hmm. are beautiful, and they make perfect sense. Right. All you have to do is just get them a talking, mm-hmm. and off they go. Well, you have to figure out what their like little passion or interest in life yeah. is, and everybody has one. And one of the cool things in the past few days is when we put out the first podcast and... Yeah. We threw out some stuff on social media. We've we've gathered up six, seven, eight, not nine we. guests. You're being you're being lovely. Not we. You. Well, I put it out. No one's like, hey, John. You did. You bet, got a you got a solid bunch. But it's coming in. What's funny about that is there's a lot of people in my life, and this is why I like to do podcasts. Yeah. There's a lot of people. All right, I'll give you a for instance. So example. Uh, 
You met Ryan... Bean. Ryan Bean I love, but Ryan from ATS. Did he ever come around? Galenis? Yeah. Is that it? Oh! Galenis. Galenis. I don't know how to say his last name. God. So he's one of the people Wonderfully that awkward, but awkward in like the funny way. Right. Human being. Not awkward in like, oh my God, we can never speak of this again. He right. was just a yeah. little like, hey dude, nice guy to be like, I know you. And that one of nice. my favorite things about him is I have read more books because he has told me about them. What? Yeah. So we'll get together. You know, I don't see him a ton, but I probably see him. He's ATS, right? Yep. Okay. And Still? He, yep. He, well, he reps a few other companies too. Yeah. So he's like an independent agent. I can contractor. see how people would hire him. Yeah, he's so good. He's really interesting. And we'll get together two or three times a year. And it's kind of a fun thing where you like compare notes mm-hmm. on like, so what are you reading that's cool? Well, I read this book. And uh, one of my favorite things yes. with him is the the uh, documentary, The New Basement Tapes. We've talked about mm. this before. So I, I downloaded all of it because of you, so by good. the way. By the but, way. And I'm going to circle back to this. Don't let circle. me forget how The New Basement Tapes is important to this. Okay. But he I'd shows up. to know. He, he showed up, la- I think it was last year or two years ago for Valentine's Day. And Here? Yeah. And we had, he oh just, my God. he just randomly is passing through Pennsylvania. He, he, he'll <laughs> plan it out and be like, hey, I'm going to be around. Do you want to hang out? And I'm like, absolutely. I love you, man. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're sitting in my office and we're just drinking and catching up. And, yes. And we, we got onto music. And I said, have you heard uh, the new Basement Tapes songs? Uh, right. And he's like, dude, it's a documentary. I'm like, what? What? And he's like, yeah, I watched. I watch, know this. I watched it in my hotel room. Why the other did you night. not immediately tell me? You told me to download the basement tapes, which I did because I love uh, the lead singer from Mumford and Sons. Mm-hmm. Is it Marcus Mumford? Yes. I think that's his yeah, name. Yeah. And Johnny Johnny Depp. Everybody's in played, that thing. Like it's so uh, the good. The guitar on that yeah. one, and then there was like I don't know, a, a pan, like so many graces. My morning jacket guy. And yes, and then there was a female chick I can't yes. remember who has the best voice in the world with in no name. In the world, and you told me, and I loved it immediately. So, good. so you didn't get a hold of me and tell me there's a actual video. Great, but, thanks, but John. But what's Appreciate funny it. about that is, yeah. I discovered the music. He discovered the documentary. Mm-hmm. But we were both into the same thing at the same time. Yeah, and then. When I'm like, have you heard of the new basement tapes? And he's like, yeah. And I'm expecting him to say, what I heard it on the, like the internet, the the radio or something. Right, right, right. And he's like, yeah, that documentary is awesome. And I'm like, wait, what? What documentary? And then the documentary is like amazing. It's called the Lost Tapes. But what's interesting about that is mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I feel like makes your life better. Yeah. In ways that, like, you wouldn't get there by yourself. Mm-hmm. And do you know why I found the new basement tapes? How? Because back in maybe 2012, 13-ish, yeah. when you and I were working together at the old shop, yes, there was a very specific day when we always had XM radio. So this is yeah. what I always find is funny about things so yeah i've had xm since it came out in 99 because yeah. i'm always like i like new cool things i remember the xm radio fights right. where i was like so, you cannot listen to i don't lithium i think it was no. lithium i always listen to classic vinyl and okay if you listen to it four days right. in a row they play the same mm-hmm. shit and i was going to murder you, do you and remember, then get arrested for do you it. remember the channel you changed it to me yeah. personally, yeah. Um, no, I do remember that I changed it to a specific channel every time, but right. I don't remember what so, that was. I remember one day I came in, I I left and I come back. So I had like the <laughs> the the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the oldies, uh-huh. like everything on there, and uh, I come back and I'm like, the fuck. I think it's like the, the radio. loft. I think it was called the loft. It's actually called the spectrum. Oh, righty. So the spectrum has, oh, and I, I feel like the sorry. loft was probably in there too. Loft, yeah, yeah. But no, the, I totally the one in particular is called the spectrum mm-hmm. that you change it to. The, <laughs> in a million years, and this is what I find funny. Oh, excuse for the burp. <laughs> uh, Coors Light sense. I, I had had XM for a good decade. Yeah. 
And I would never go to that radio station on my own ever. Really? All right. Like, I might have hit the spectrum once and went, hmm, and just moved on. All right. But you put it on, and I'm stuck listening to it for... Because it always had Mumford and Sons on there. And I start to like a lot of these songs. Wow. And the on the tickets. spectrum yeah. is where I discover the new basement tapes. <gasps> so they, they always oh, play... really? They always play this super I'm new music. I'm waiting for Thank You, Jen. It hasn't, thank you, Jen. Can I... Thank you. It hasn't... Yes. Ah, there it I'm is. grateful. But I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, these little interactions, mm-hmm. it y- turn you on to something that you're so close to finding. Oh, my God, I know. But you couldn't get there by yourself. I know. Which I appreciate, which... Um, when I shared the thing on Facebook where I was like, hey, get a hold of us if you want to, like, do a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And, like, a couple people liked it, whatever. But you, yours blew up. And people were like, not even people that I would think to get onto the podcast. But those people were like, hey, I'd like to do it. Hey, I'd like to do it. I did not think, like, in my wheelhouse is somebody that I would like to talk to. But then, like, afterwards, like, like seeing them be like, I'd like to do it. That is going to be an interesting conversation. That is going to be something that I know nothing about, which is the best thing about having this fancy-pantsy equipment and time on our hands is, like, people come in here. We're going to be able to talk to people that, like, they have a background that, like, I have no idea what they're doing. No idea. They're going to come in. They're going to be able to talk. And we're all we're all gonna be better for it. Well, and better you human have, beings. You have so with every person, if they're, I think one of the things that you learn as you get a little bit older, mm. and that's one of the things that I think if you go through and look at all the people who are like, I want to do that, mm-hmm. they're a little bit older. Yeah. And what happens as you get older, mm-hmm. you get a little bit vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like you're willing to be like, oh, this is me. I'll you're share vu- my shit. You're vulnerable, but at the same time, you're very very strong about it. Because you have nothing else to lose. Because you realize that you're not, there's, I I almost don't like the word vulnerable, but it's not a negative. Like you're not, it's like vulnerable sounds almost like weak, Mm -hmm. but you're not. You're just like, oh, this is me. You get more honest the older that you get. And you're like, like, after I had Lucy and like I'm in the delivery room and I had my child, like afterwards I'm like, there is basically nothing that I'm embarrassed about anymore. Like once you mm-hmm. are a parent or have a child, like you had like a kid puke on you in public, mm-hmm. like I'm not embarrassed anymore because like this is just how life is. Or some people that you have like that I know that like they had like a serious medical issue happen to them in public, like a heart attack or mm-hmm. something like that happened, like you get kind of stripped away with your vulnerabilities to the point that now that you're just like everybody has something that happens to them and it's completely ridiculous that we're all just like i'm weird about it stop being weird about it it's it's almost like double-sided too so there's the first thing when you're younger Mm -hmm. where you're like i am not gonna let down the facade of whatever it is. I'm like, so Like, bad cool. stuff doesn't happen to me. Right. I got my shit together. Right. And I don't get my feelings hurt and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of it is you have to live life before you have appreciation for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've learned after having a kid is I used to get really upset in a restaurant, an airplane, a movie theater, wherever it really? was. If okay. a baby would cry. For the for that like just be like what are you doing yeah what are they fuck doing? why would you bring so a baby upset. here right and now mm-hmm. it's complete I'm completely the other way where I'm one hundred percent the other way yep where I'm like all right <sighs> that sucks yeah like, and I'm not saying it sucks for me yeah it sucks for them like they thought they could go to dinner mm-hmm. and for whatever reason they brought the kid whether mm-hmm. they couldn't get a sitter they don't. oh and you like see them and you're like oh I dude get it. I. Uh, I get it, man. Like man. you're just trying to have dinner, and yeah. fuck, you're you know, you Sorry haven't been out to night. dinner in eight months since the kid got born, and uh-huh. you're trying to get out. Yeah. And so I look at it everything, and and same thing on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Like I start to have, I used to get furious if there was a kid around, yeah. and now I'm just like, ah, mm-hmm. like I get it. Mm-hmm. Like like you you start to have a a different appreciation for life, yeah. and I feel like as you get older. You're willing to go, eh, 
Yeah. I feel like that happens like with any like situation that happens to you where you can commiserate. You can be like, like you see some like, okay. So I went to, um, the, the Starbucks and the Starbucks in Bradford Mm -hmm. and there's a Starbucks in Bradford. Starbucks. Yeah. In the Maryland horn. Oh, okay. You know where that is down. Okay. Yeah. They have a Starbucks in there. It's run by Pitt. But there is a Starbucks in there. I'm not I, a coffee guy, so. They put whipped cream on things that have caffeine in it, so I, I'll go there. I went there twice. My whole, my whole thing about coffee is, like, you ran water through dirt, and then you drink it. Like, don't do that. You that drink Mountain Dew. Diet. Okay. That's worse. But I'm com- I, That's I, worse. I'm the son. It's worse. But I'm the son of a guy. Who drinks coffee 12 months out of the year, uh-huh. cold or hot. Yeah. Like, I've seen my dad in the middle of summer, uh-huh. 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it's hot, yeah. open his thermos up and pour a cup of coffee, and you're like, Yeah, there's nothing, like, gross. what you just said to me is completely uh-huh. normal behavior. But, but yet, you'll walk around with a can of Mountain Dew like it's not goat's piss, like and cold. still drink it. I realize I like cold drinks. I just don't like warm drinks. Okay, you can give me iced but anyways, coffee. Um, um, Okay, so the Starbucks. So I walk in, and this woman behind the counter was, she could not have been more hungover if she was any more hungover. If she was a decibel <laughs> more hungover, she would have been deceased. If, if she was more hungover, she wouldn't have been at work. No, if she was <laughs> yes. just like a click, a mm-hmm. scotch, a sprinkle more hungover, she would have been a dead person. But she was at work. Girlfriend got herself up and like walked herself into Starbucks and was just like, what, what do you want? Like she was so despondent and so upset. And the thing was that like if I didn't go through that similar experience at one mm-hmm. point in my life, you I would have been a dickhead. Right. I would have been like, what is your problem? Make you me loser. my make yes. me my whipped cream bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But because I had been through several times the similar experience was just like, your noises taste like anger. I could not have been so nice to her. Right. So the same thing like becomes the same way when you're a parent. When you're a parent, like you see, you they don't even have to have to have a child with them. No. That you just and can tell. I feel, it's just like you're suffering. I feel like you get a I'm you sorry. get a better ability to put things in perspective too. Yeah. Whereas it, lifelong. You go into Starbucks Correct. and yeah. you have a hungover whatever that that person's called mm-hmm. that makes your coffee, and you're upset because they're not whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking cup of coffee. It's a cup of coffee. They're not doing brain surgery. No. You're just like oh. They eventually like, made it. I'm getting You're at fine. least three more cups of coffee today and ten more tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'll make my own in 20 minutes. It's not the and biggest add deal in my the world. Yeah. Fucking vanilla cream. Blame, blame, blame. I swore. Damn it. But I what, didn't make that long. What into I started it. to say was, and we, we, we do this. We, we're driving down the highway and we see a little fucking watermelon stand and we veer off and then right. next thing you know we're driving around out in the back roads. <laughs> But what I started to say, going way back to uh, about podcasts, oh yeah, is uh, Ryan Jelinas. Is that how you say it? Jelinas, Jelinas, Jelinas. I'm gonna say Ryan. I'm gonna go He's on gonna record and say Jelinas. Is he He's coming in to do it eventually? Okay, great. I, maybe on when the I record, go to Denver. I'll Glenis. take a mic and we'll do it. That's out there, how I say it. Anyways, uh, he can yell at me will, when he gets here. We will get him to pronounce. Oh, he's coming for Valentine's Day. That was what we were trying to work out. So anyway. What? All right. Go ahead. Anyways. Two things about him. Yeah. So the first is all the the shared similar experiences and like you're like, read this. No, read this. This is good. Or listen to this or mm-hmm. listen to this. He's, he's kind of in tune with the same kind of stuff that I'm interested in. Yeah. All right. But one of the top three nights of my life is. was shared with him. Where? So we're in uh, some Mexican beachfront type resort. In name a city. Because you have been everywhere. It could be like Cosmo or... 
Some oh, because you did get to go on the cruise. Yeah. Well, you guys so, got to go on the cruise. So all right. we're, we're all down right. at this resort. It's like an all-inclusive resort. And anybody that knows me likes knows that I like to go hard a lot. Like You pretend like you don't, and then all of a sudden a switch mm. fucking flip. I did it again. Other a guy switch comes flips, out. <laughs> and then, like, Johnny Goodtime comes mm-hmm. out, and then we'll see you at 6 a.m. tomorrow so, morning. So John. here's what happens. So yeah. we, we basically have drank all day like it's it's what you do at those resorts you mm-hmm. just kind of hang out by the pool mm-hmm. we go to dinner and we have dinner have a really good dinner and then i i'm not sh- i can't remember now it's been too long but we're walking around and there's sort of a group starting to form of just so it's all industry people like people that have businesses similar to ours or okay. manufacturers was or, judd there uh he was but he wasn't there for this he wasn't story. there for that group yeah. okay so everybody's starting to kind of gel together. So it's like all the people who didn't want to go to bed at 10 o'clock are still out Not drinking. Pam. Pam is... Pam's done. So I'll tell you She's when... She's in bed. I'll tell you when Pam tapped out. So we're walking that around. That woman is a goddess. When we're, she decides to tap out, I'm with her. We're I walking, trust her. We're walking around, and uh, this little group of probably 10 to 15-ish people... Are starting to kind of gel together, like uh-huh. everybody's drinking and talking, and we're, everybody's talking, and not just bi- complete bullshit. Well, they're not talking business, like, "Hey, I can do this for you, and you can do this for me," right. but sort of commiserating and just starting to get into like theory of business and what do you think about this? That's not. And we get over towards more. this big hot tub thing that's besides the pool. Okay. And somebody says we should get in the hot tub. You shouldn't out. Uh, you shouldn't add alcohol to a, a really hot temperature water and then sit in it. That's a bad I idea. I, I, uh, I test this theory all the time. I can do it. Really? Yes. I don't so, think you actually can. Oh, yeah, think yeah, that yeah. You think that you can. All right. No, let's see how the story plays out, and you'll prove me wrong. So there I am, wearing a t-shirt, jeans, my boots, because I'm in Mexico. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be wearing that? <laughs> and I've come a long way. I do wear shorts now. <laughs> but we get over to this hot tub, and somebody has this idea, and it very well could have been me. It could have been oh anybody God. in the group. We should get in the hot tub. Yeah. And we have this giant bucket of beer that somebody had bought, like this big two-handle like drum of beer. Oh, my God. And uh, what do you do if you're in your jeans, your shirt, and your boots? Take Anyone off get your boots and get in the hot tub? Exactly. Okay. Well, and that's when Pam's like, "I win!" Ding, ding, ding. Pam's like, "I'm fucking out. I'm going to." That was that was a correct decision. She hung around for a little while, and she's like, "I'm out." Yeah, that was good. So we get we get into the hot tub, and Ryan and I, there's all these. I didn't. Did you at least take the shit out of your pockets? Mm, Like I see you just fully taking off your work boots. I gave Pam all my pocket contents okay and she went to bed all right i see you just like taking off like so and just wandering we in. get into this hot tub and ryan and i are like on opposite ends of this hot tub and it's probably like as long as this table and everybody's kind of sitting along the side some people are just putting their feet in because they didn't want to get their jeans wet like god god and we start having this long conversation and I couldn't even tell you exactly what it was this is a lead up to saying that you were sitting next to a man in a hot tub no it's not even this and is talking the about best your plan feelings. No, we start talking about business theory and what we think that like this is and that is, and all of a sudden I realize like at one point and I'm shit faced like let's not okay pretend. yeah no good so I'm around, I'm glad that you can like admit. Fifteen twenty people sitting around the outside. Yeah, just listening. It's just Ryan and I going back and forth. Really? Okay. And every once in a while, somebody would like have something that chirp. they would bring up and chirp, chirp. talk about for a second. It wasn't Got even it. a chirp, but like it was a conversation. But we were like going back and forth. Yeah. So at some point, we get out of the, we get kicked out of there because like it. Weird. Midnight's quiet time. You have to leave. Weird. So then we decide to take our bucket of beer and we walk down to this little bungalow thing that's okay. besides the ocean. Okay. And the, the group got a little bit smaller, so we're down to like eight to ten people. All right. And it's starting to rain a little bit. Still and enough to make mayhem. Yeah. And we're like, let's go in there, and we drank for another couple hours. That's... Was great. You're so, committed. So That's 
That's there was another sad. guy that said he wants to do the podcast that's in the industry that I love. His name's Chad. He was down there. I saw that, yeah. And uh, he's an awesome dude. Okay. But anyways, he's down there and we're all kind of continuing this drunken business philosophy, how things should be. And I love how be. you remember this. So wait. This it gets is better. Difficult. All right. So it finally gets to be 1 32 o'clock in the morning ish. It's kind of raining, Ooh, sprinkling. Christmas. Not super hard. Yeah. And everybody's like, geez, we have to get to bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. Well, I grab a few beers out of the uh, the bucket of beers we had, and I walk down to the beach because there's all these uh, beach chairs out on the beach. For some reason, I think I remember this story. Yeah, but so keep going. I walk down there and sit down there because I said to myself, well, I'll tell you what I said to myself. So yeah. Ryan comes down. Everybody so else kind of goes to bed. Yeah. Ryan comes down. He's like, dude, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, we're in Mexico. It's like 85 degrees out. Yeah. And there's a thunderstorm rolling in off the You're ocean. You're not wrong. That's good thinking. I'm going to sit here and drink some fucking beers and let it rain on me. That's good thinking, Matthew McConaughey. You McConaughey'd out. You're like, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to watch this thunderstorm. All right, all right. It was, and he's like. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. I like that. So we sat out there until, I don't know what time. I have no idea. Four or five in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we talked about everything. From life to how you feel about this, how you feel about kids. And I always thought like. Just you and Ryan. Yeah. And it was like the most, we're both drunk, you're in Mexico in this beautiful place which kind of uh, lets down your guard and lets you be yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. I like that. And. I like the lead into that story too. I wish I had a recording of that conversation. I don't. I do. I don't. Because I feel like that. That it would be lost in translation. You'd be Bill mm. Murray all over the place. Like you need to have that memory in your brain where you know what you talked about. Where like if we were to listen to it later, it'd be like, "What the frig are you talking about?" Also, the lead-in where you could have just been like, "So Ryan and I were sitting on a beach at three in the morning, just him and I watching but, the thunderstorm roll in." But, I'd be like, "What?" And I'll, and I'll tell you why I feel like this ties into podcasts. Like, I've always wished that I had a recording. This is like years and years and years ago. I don't know how many years ago this was. Okay. But I've always wished that I had a recording of that podcast so I can go back and listen. Because I was clearly out of my fucking mind that night. Right. But... And just and when you get to that point, you just start, start speaking like truth. Yeah. And then somebody else tells you something. And then you're like, I'll tell you something. And then you go back and forth. Yeah. And I feel like that happens in podcasts a lot. Yeah. And one of the things that I think is great about these conversations, and I've had it happen in podcasts I listen to, mm-hmm. are completely random people who give you this little nugget of something that yeah. helps you in your life. Yeah. It's something they learned, something a friend said, mm-hmm. something their dad used to say. Something they don't even deem important at all at to all. them. But and to then, you, right. and the listener, or whoever happen, like whoever happens to be in the realm, will listen to it, and they'll just be like, huh. they'll think back on it. I've they'll never remember of it, it that way. They'll before. yeah, they'll take that shit, and that's really important to them. And that like, there's one podcast in particular that mm-hmm. I was listening to. I couldn't even tell you the name of it or the guest. Oh, I just that's sad. Like I will just find like it's not sad. Well, I'd like to know. It was like some weird business podcast. And you there was listen to things that are not that I don't listen to. I I am like a uh, throw a dart at something and give it a try sort of guy. Right. So like last night, have you ever heard of Anderson East? Nope. Okay. So going back to stuff I hear on Spectrum. Okay. So they play this new music all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things to do is if I hear something that I'm like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. I will put it in YouTube because mm-hmm. everything's on YouTube anymore. It is. Or even iTunes if they're in iTunes. Oh, yeah. And I'll play the, I'll get in my truck and I'll play the song that I just heard that I like. Oh. And then I'll just let it play their, all their other songs. Really? All right. And just be like, Not a all bad right, idea. let's give this a try. Not a bad idea. And okay. that's how I become fans of these random people. You might have to like get through a couple songs they are like, meh. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while you find like a nugget. Mm-hmm. Like what kills me is like that I Wish I Was song by the Avert Brothers. Mm-hmm. I always want to put an R in there. That never got popular. But it's amazing. 
Really? Like, it never made it to radio? There are a couple songs by a couple artists that, like, are really um, big or people that know. And I'm just like, like, what about this song? And they're like, what is this song again? Right. Yeah. Um, But I'll do the same thing with podcasts. So I will just randomly, especially if I'm on a long trip, mm-hmm. and I've made it through all the popular ones, and I've caught up and whatever. Yeah. So I'll just kind of search for whatever, yeah. and I'll just be like, oh, fuck it, I'll listen to that. Yeah. So I was going through a uh, particular time in business and everything else, business. and I'm kind of trying to like control everything, and I heard this podcast, and like I said, I couldn't, this is what... I love about this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you who these two people were. I wish yeah. I could give them credit, but there was a, a host, and the guest says, Yeah. I learned a lot from learning how to fly a helicopter. Explain. He says, one of the things that you have to learn when you're trying to get your helicopter license yes. is you go up in the air, and yep. they put you in, I think it's a flat spin. So basically... They get you up, and the helicopter's dropping, and as much as you grab the controls and you're, like, muscling it up and down and trying to do everything you can, yeah, you cannot get control of the helicopter. So what do you do? There is, built into the system, an auto-correcting feature. And all you have to do is have the courage to just let go of the controls and let everything center. And he says, and that is the same thing with life. Oh, God. Occasionally, you'll get into a situation where you are just white-knuckling. Completely losing control. Right. Right. you have to be able to to have the courage and the confidence to go, I'm just going to let go here. Like, I, I can't manhandle this situation. And that is flies in the face of everything that you've ever been told. Yeah. Like you just need to Yes. buckle down and grunt this out. Especially when you're a parent because you have the absolutely like the absolute need to take control of everything because right. you're like I have to control this. I have to do this. If I don't I'm failing. Right. If like you can't just let it fall like fall or or spin out, you just can't. It's oh, And that singular that 30 to 50 seconds of audio yeah. that I happened across for no random reason yeah. changed how I approached my daily life. Yeah. Where Which I'm is... like, before I was like, I work all day, yeah. I come home, I flip open my laptop, I work till 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And finally I'm like, okay. Just freeze me. I need to take the... Go to bed for two hours. Yeah. and it, it And whether or not... I would have got there on my own without that. Yeah. You can kind of see it. You can kind of put these little pin marks in like, oh, yeah, that changed the way I thought about this. Yeah. And that's what I love about doing a podcast. Yeah. And that's what I really hope that we kind what of What you like to. about, like, talking to people. Right. And what we talked about last podcast is that you can't just, like, have somebody come over and be like, sit, like, a foot away from me and talk about right. your life. A podcast makes people more aware that they're speaking the words that they're saying mm-hmm. and like makes things more real, I guess. So when you have somebody like not so much like doling out like life information, but they're thinking of things interesting to say, they'll pull things out of nowhere that they don't think is important, right. but they think is just like interesting to talk about. It will pop up that like that is. That's really good advice. And it's the kind of thing that, like, that's what I grew up with a uh, bedrock of what I base my life on. Yeah. And you just throw it out as, yeah, it's... I I, I was just talking bullshit. I always put my socks on every morning. Yeah. But there's a person somewhere that... And yeah. I know this is boiling it down to nothing. Put my socks on. Yeah, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is put my socks on so I have to walk on the cold floor. Yeah. And there's somebody else that's like, I was always taught that I should only put my socks on before, right exactly before I put my shoes on so the right. bottoms don't get dirty. Right. And uh, it just makes them think you about. You realize, like, oh, there's another way to do this. Yes. 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 And 
Which is what makes me excited about the people that you have coming in for this podcast is just like the people who wanted to do it. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't really have like a whole lot of like intellectual questions like off the bat that I want to ask them, but I just want to have a conversation. A conversation that you wouldn't normally have hmm. without a microphone shoved in, in your face. Well, you couldn't just have it, like you can't have it at a party. You couldn't have it no. at work. You couldn't have it. No, because if you ask these people these questions without some kind of um, prerequisite, it's rude or it's out of nowhere. They're not going to give you a truthful answer. What's what's what really funny about when you have a microphone right here is like just like with Pam tonight. Mm-hmm. Normally, if you would have asked Pam a question, she uh, wander away, make some dinner. Yeah, it's like uh, but you don't ever get. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. You get something. Mm-hmm. You, like I don't know what the magic is that happens. Yeah. But when you say why, why do you feel this, or why do you do this, uh-huh. or this is interesting. Why is and that? I'm and then they just start talking. And very they, inquisitive yeah. when I talk to people, and I feel like not rude, but I feel like intrusive. Mm-hmm. Where I, I, I don't, I don't want to know like in, like incredibly personal details, but I have questions. Right. I have questions. And I want to know, like, about the things, like, your process, your life, like, what has gotten to you, like, gotten you to be this human being that you are mm-hmm. today. So Why like, do you make the choices that you do? And what's funny is when you start right. looking at, like, people's lives a little bit, mm-hmm. you start to realize, like, oh, I understand exactly why you're kind of a dick. Ah, but then that's another double-edged sword right there because as we were talking about last podcast, like when we dropped off the conspiracy theories, <laughs> like you start delving into people, you start getting the nitty-gritty a little mm-hmm. bit where you're just like, you actually believe. Right. But And then if you're a cognizant human being, you can actually have a conversation with them about like, okay, explain to me why. But other times, just like yelling at one another, be like, I don't understand how you're thinking the things that you're thinking. But you have to, so, uh, there's a, I wish I remember the name of the book. It just came out, and I've read just the tiniest bit of it. It's like the 12 Laws of Life or Rules of Life Uh by Jordan Peterson. Okay. And he breaks down why, like, the call of mine people columbine people did what do you think that's a conspiracy theory not at all okay not even a little bit okay because you had mentioned conspiracy theories earlier and i'm like what is a conspiracy theory because i only have the great one the one but i don't really have anything when it comes to anything else yeah and i feel like it it's all opinion pretty much you kind of i i understand why people go conspiracy theory like Why? I understand because they can't accept reality because that's too incredibly wild and detrimental mm. to their system. It's not as fun. I think no, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So but we'll just go JFK. We're going to go the great one. Let's boil it down. The great one. Let's boil it down to the simplest official story. Okay. A crazy guy. Yes. Who was trained as a, I don't want to say sniper, but he was obviously. Marksman. Tr- marksman. Mm-hmm. Gets up in a tower mm-hmm. and pulls off. Three of a- the greatest shots on earth. But. And then but, gets back downstairs well, just, and eats his lunch. When you just, when you break it down though, when you look at it, like there's been people that have pulled off those same shots. They're not impossible shots. Who? There's there's been a few different shows and uh, like documentaries okay. where they actually set up the same scenario. All right. And it is humanly possible to do that. Likely, no. Possible, yes. I think that's actually why it's a conspiracy theory. So, because everything that's conspiracy theory is like, this is possible. Mm-hmm. But is it actually applicable? Like, is it actually a thing that could really, really happen in real life? Like, if 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 it were completely false, 
then it would just be a fallacy. It wouldn't be a conspiracy right. theory. It would just be wrong. It'd be false. Right. A conspiracy theory is something that's just like, it could But when you, what, what gets weird with the JFK one is when you start peppering in the thing like the bullet that showed up on the gurney beside JFK. What? You don't know about this? No. Also, P.S. on this one, Matt said he would do it. Husband, Matt Zurat, Mm -hmm. he said he would do the podcast. They wrote a song about the JFK assassination. Matt and I have gotten into the conspiracy theory a little bit, but we keep it light because it's the wives and the husbands, so So we don't yell at each other. What was the reasoning that they did that? That seems like a very out-of-the-blue thing, a topic to... Um, I think Matt is very... Because I own the Oliver Stone box set. Mm-hmm. This thing is enormous. It's like 12 movies, and that is a dangerous, dangerous man who just somehow got money and was able to produce movies. But um, in one of the movies, it's like... Uh, it's not Fear and Living. That's another thing. But so, it's the Natural Born Killers. It's Born on the Fourth of July. And then it's the, it's the JFK. Movie, so I let I Matt just, borrow I just it. Put a little, I'm gonna put something up so we go back to fear and loathing. And like, fear and loathing, yes, we can't. Oh, we keep, will go back to keep, fear and loathing. Keep going with your going, but I want to go back to that. But so I let Matt borrow um, the JFK, the Oliver Stone, mm-hmm. and like, and then after that, because he just used it for kind of research, because they were already had this song in the works, and then he went off with it. And then they also introduced, Trisha and Matt introduced me to Parkland, which is a really solid mm-hmm. movie. I really like the movie. Um, and then, like I said, we haven't really like gotten into the nitty gritty of it whatsoever, but like. So that's, this is kind of what? still tying in. This is exactly what I want to do with a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I said the, the first one, it, this is just guilty pleasure for me. Mm-hmm. Because I want a reason to get Matt to sit down Mm -hmm. and break down how it happens. Mm -hmm. Because Matt's music to me, like, I'm I'm trying to put together the math problem in my head. Mm -hmm. The kind of music Matt makes doesn't seem like it would line itself up with the JFK anything. Right. And you're talking about two completely detached generations. Mm Mm-hmm. And when and this is what I was saying. It's even the same thing as like the kids kicking the seat, and you don't understand it. <laughs> like I would love to like figure out like what's the like how do you go from there to there? Mm-hmm. Like what is it like? Let's hear the process of yeah how you came up with oh the JFK assassination assassination, and yeah. then I feel strongly enough that I need to write a song about this, mm-hmm. and then how do you come up with a song? Where do the words come from? Mm-hmm. How do you know what melody to like? Yeah, there's so many. They're like yeah. the questions could go on forever. Right. And I and I don't want it to be perceived as a knock. We're like I just want it to be like I am super curious. About I am this. super I, curious. I'm, I'm curious so about, wanting to understand that. I am. I am. I'm super curious about everything, and I feel like sometimes people like not take offense but they get like put off by it because I'm actually really interested. I'm not asking questions to be a dick about it and be right. like, so what does that mean? And this is exactly goes back to what you were saying earlier about you can't get it unless you're in a podcast. Because if you were you to say can't. if, if I you was were to say normal... to Matt over beers, so uh, Where'd you come up with that? What's the deal with this JFK thing? It feels very like I'm He's fronting. immediately go defensive. Right, defense go, mode. He, they're busting my balls. Where if it's a podcast, where if it's something where like I really honestly want to hear your mm-hmm. progression, that is different. It's not. I feel like the dynamic changes completely too, mm-hmm. because I feel like when you're in a social setting, you're constantly on the defensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because no one wants to know your opinion for anything good right. when you're out and about. No one wants that for like. Tell people what you think. This information is just going straight to me for my bias and my right. shitty opinion, not going to anywhere else. Where if you like do like a podcast or like it's like like out to anyone else, now you have your chance. Here it is. Right. I'm not asking you to be a dickhead. I'm asking you for serious. Like, 
please educate me because I have no idea. You might have stumbled onto something perfect there. I always do. The saying things to a crowd or a podcast is a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Because if there's a hundred people in front of you or a thousand, Mm -hmm. you can almost find some security in going, there's five people that'll get me here. Yeah. Fuck the rest of these guys. Yeah. Whereas if you're one-on-one... One-on-one? You're defending yourself to one person. Right. And you're on the complete defense. There's a gamble. You can't play the odds that, like, "Eh, they'll kind of get me unless you really, really Mm -hmm. are in sync. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you are so steadfast in your ideas and your opinion that there is no reckoning. None reckoning. Mm -hmm. And you just spout it off. If you have any, like, eh... In your argument, you get defensive immediately. But when you are put on like a public forum where you can be like, there's going to be a couple people out there that listen to this and maybe they agree with it, like that kind of thing. But honestly, like when I ask questions or when I meet people or whatever, like I seriously, seriously want to know what your thought of process is. Like I'm not being a dick about it. I honestly want to know. And then if you dig a little bit deep enough, mm-hmm. you realize, okay, one of two things. If, if it's somebody you disagree with, mm-hmm. you go, okay, your thinking is flawed mm-hmm. because you're basing it on a premise that I don't share. Mm-hmm. Or you're crazy. Right. <laughs> like, but- some people are just viewing reality in a warped yep. sense. And then you realize like, oh... You do not see people as good. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that you could ever go, this is a good person that made a bad choice. Right. All people are fucked. Right. Like, and then you realize like, oh, okay. And having a conversation with somebody that you disagree with, honestly, people do not recognize. I I don't want to generalize and be like, all people don't. Some people don't realize what a friggin' gift that is. Mm -hmm. If you don't agree on a topic... Having a conversation with somebody on the opposite end of it is the the greatest gift you could ever be bestowed. Mm-hmm. You get another opinion. You get arguments. They have facts that you don't have. Right. Don't keep everything directly in your line of thought. Reach out. Get other opinions. Because there are other opinions out there that you don't even know about. And all of a sudden, like, Oh my god! I I I absolutely had no idea. Like right. I think it like it Oops. comes back to being like a parent. Like I have a teenager. Like I need to know like what are her friends thinking? What are they doing? I had no idea that like people are like oh yeah people die from heroin all the time. I'm just like heroin. Right. That's a thing. That's in your world. That's yeah. People do that like as a like a real thing that they think is a good idea. You have to, like, get the opposite opinion of, like, I'm just like, that's horrible. Don't touch it. And then Mm -hmm. other people are like, well, they do, though. Why? The other weird thing that's happened is people have become very, uh, like, clicky or teamy. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that drives me a little bit nuts. Mm -hmm. And I, what you were just saying a minute ago, like, I enjoy nothing more than somebody who disagrees with me on anything. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to argue with them, but I want to like... I want to have a conversation. I want to poke them a little bit until yeah. they start telling me what they feel. Yeah. Because there's so many people, and if you can get somebody that's going to actually do that, mm-hmm. because there's so many people that are just on like team politics right now is a huge one. So you have yeah. team left or team right. Right, right. And they don't yeah. even care. Yeah. It's just left or right. Yeah. There's not like a... And at the end of the day, when most people sit down... You're usually like most rational people are kind of down the middle. Kind of down the middle. Like you go, you kind of. There are radically Republican people who will agree with Democrats because it's just a topic that just makes sense, and they'll both agree. Be like some Democrats also will be like a Republican point of view. They'll be like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like. To just completely disregard an argument because somebody disagrees right. with you, that doesn't help a single person. And you have to listen. You have to honestly be like, do I disagree with this or not? 
If you do, then Why? disagree with it. Right. Congratulations to you. If you agree with it, then be like, okay, where do we go from here? But you just have to listen. It's right. so difficult, though, to actually admit being like, I may have made a mistake. That phrase, I may have made a mistake, is so hard for people to do. Well, is there anything in your life that you are... So much. All of it. <laughs> 100% completely unfallible and sure of. Yes. Right. One thing. Ketchup. It's a horrible, pitiful condiment. Alright. It should be thrown away. I completely disagree, but... I won't even listen to your argument <laughs> on this one. This is a no-go thing no. for you. No, I've tested, right, I've done, there... I've done research, I've talked to people, this is all bullshit, ketchup is awful, don't eat it, don't touch it, don't talk about it. Not even on french fries? No! Do you know how many other condiments there are for french fries? Ranch, mustard, aioli, mayonnaise, vinegar, pesto, marinara. Wing sauce. Wing sauce. Do you want the plethora of wing sauces they offer at the corner bar? Because there's like 50. All right. Let's dial this back a little bit. I'm just saying. What is the other thing in your life that you're 100% sure about? Is there something? I don't know. Not off, not, not off the top there's of my head. There's very few things other than, you know, I think it comes down to I 100% universally love my kid. There's nothing that could sway right. that. Right. I might think she's an asshole at some point. Right. But I'll still but love I'll still her be able to admit that my kid is wrong. Right. She's but wrong. Everything, I'm wrong. Everything else in life is like this moving meter. Pendulum. Yeah, where you're like... Yeah. All right. So, I mean, even when you get into things like, you know, I hate to even like say it, but like when you get into abortion, mm -hmm. it is so situational and subjective. Yes. And anybody that is 100% one side or the other of a topic, yeah, you have to go... You can't do mm, it. You're really not even thinking about this. You just can't. You just, you just can't outwardly... And it's, aside from ketchup. Okay. You well, can't Well, let's just, just agree that ketchup is awful for all humans. It's really, really terrible. It's devil piss water. Anyway, you just can't 100% agree on... This is terrible under any circumstances. You have to, like... Or even <sighs> to not take it to something that's so uh, um, controversial, you just go into, like, healthcare. Mm -hmm. And when you start talking about healthcare, you're like, all right. There's, there's two extremes. There's the people that think government should provide healthcare, mm -hmm. and then there's the people that just don't. Mm-hmm. And there are those people that are way out on either side of those spectrums. And then I feel like the rest of the world kind of falls in the middle yeah. where they're like, this is really fucking expensive. I don't think people should get sick. Right. But I don't know. And here's the thing. Like, you can have... here. Okay, so here's my thing when it comes to um, the, like, political environment and making decisions when it comes to the vast majority of people. You can have an opinion... I have an opinion. You have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion on what's right, wrong, this, that, what should be, what should be, what should be. When you are a politician, you have to take in the collective good of the people. You have to be situational. You have to take in like, well, maybe this happened. Maybe this happened. Maybe this didn't happen. Maybe this will happen in the future. You're job basically is to represent people and take into every single thing what could possibly happen so you have to be open and listen and respond accordingly mm -hmm. you can't have a this is just how it is on anything really that's just like kind of how i do my day to day like again having a teenager like i can't be like you can't possibly get a grade below 70 well Maybe she... It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Maybe something happened. Maybe her teacher was out. She didn't get her homework turned in on time. Maybe she was sick for two weeks with the flu and she didn't get her... stuff. Like, there are situations that happen. So, I think with any, like, 
any kind of big, vast, I'm in charge role that you have, you have to take in different situations. You can take a very hard stance on things. This is wrong. That's great. Do that. Please be a, a voice of what you believe in. But listen to, listen to other voices that are coming in. Just give, give that one, give that one voice just a chance, just to talk to you, and just listen, please. Do you think there's anybody who, whether it's um, business or politics or education or any facet of life who is what's the word I want to use um, purposely mm -hmm. trying to do bad probably but out of most people that you know that I know yeah no like there's people that are no doing things for reasons that you think are crazy and no. maybe are not that I personally but know in their own head that's what I'm trying to say. When you start to peel the onion back a little bit, mm -hmm. you're like, I completely don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I can kind of see what, where you're coming from. Not it's in my wrong. life. It's wrong. Like, you're wrong-headed about this. Mm -hmm. But I, I understand get, why you're doing it. I get it, it yes. I get it. No. In my life, like, Because no, I feel because like everybody comes from that place of, I'm trying to do the right intention. thing. Good intention? Yes. Yeah, well, the road to hell was paved with good intentions. Right. And that's a saying because of something. But, like, I, in my life, like, no. I, everyone that I have around me is, like, level-headed enough to see both sides of the argument, mm -hmm. um, which is what I really adore, that they're able to do that. And they're objective. They're objective. And that's really, like, because, like, I don't, it's not that I don't want the hard opinions of people who are completely out of their minds. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. I would I would love if we could somehow come up with a, like if we could figure out anybody that gets angry about anything we might say on the podcast mm -hmm. and be like, all right, please you have 20 minutes. Please more. come in. Yeah. You have 20 minutes. Nobody's going to say a word. Yep. State your case. Yeah. Like, why are you mad? Like, what is it that you completely disagree with? Yeah. Please. I'd love to hear it. Like, yeah. tell me why I'm stupid. Yeah. Like, like, break it down for yeah. me. Yeah. Again, I would I love to hear it. so many questions. Like, yeah. I'll like, listen to all right, it. Go ahead. And I then will. go. All right. And then objectively be like, okay, so what about this? And then just let them explain their side. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the hardest things that's going on right now. It's like, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Well, yell, yell, yell. Scream, I don't, scream, scream. I don't type, like the, type, type. I don't like this politician because of this. Well, they're no better than this politician because of this. Right. And you're like, well, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like you're you're talking yeah. about two different things that aren't. Like you're just trying to one up worse. Mm -hmm. Like it, and that's not mm -hmm. that's not getting us mm -hmm. to a good place at all. Mm -hmm. I, like. The whole like right wrong conversation gets lost in the muck. Right. And it's just like, there's clearly a right and wrong. Like, don't be well, a completely radical, like, Nazi supporter. That's wrong, clearly. Like, don't be a horrible, like, don't beat somebody up and then kill them and rape them. That's wrong. Wrong. But, right. like... I, and then, like, other people are like, whoa, and then, like, everyone starts screaming at each other. And then it becomes, like, this big mucky conversation. Right. Where it's just like, no, there is still, there is still right and wrong. There is still but wrong. One right. But you have to listen to people when it comes to, like, when it comes to policy and stuff like that. You have to, like, it, like there's, there is still very clear right and wrong. And then it comes to, like, the, okay, yes, that's very clear. That's wrong. That's right. That's it. But, but is, in the middle. See, this is where I disagree with what you're saying just a little bit. What? I, I understand what you're saying. What? But 
I get don't, out. I don't think right and wrong is always or ever that clear. And this is one of the things I felt a little bit bad about with our, our last podcast. That uh, I just gave you the finger, like you did. I'm gonna mansplain this, but no, you did. Yeah, but uh, like, and but what's funny about that is people brought that up, and then you realize you do it, and you're like, oh, I mm. shouldn't do that. But what what I was gonna say was, we we got into the uh, Me Too stuff and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff last time, mm-hmm. and when it was all over, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't really say what I meant. I know, I thought and, the same thing. And what I But me- also we were like beers and wine yeah, steeped. But what so. I meant was yes, there's awful things that happen that should never happen. Mm-hmm. But there is also some personal responsibility that comes along with it. Okay. And what I was gonna say is there's never a clear right or wrong. There's people that are willing to stand up for what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that are willing to take advantage of what's perceived to be right. Okay. In the lack of responsibility. Okay. So. I get what you're like. There what, are people who will take advantage of any situation. Right. That will just and pick up on it and be like. <laughs> you, could, you could say, you could come right out and say, it is 100% wrong mm-hmm. to kill another person. Yes. Is it? Personally, I will go on record and say. If anyone did anything to my child, I would murder them in cold blood in the middle of the streets, and I would have no, like, feel-bads about it. Right. Or... I'm okay with that. Let's just say you're sitting there, the only weapon you have is a pistol, Mm -hmm. and somebody is assaulting a family member Mm -hmm. to the point where you're like, oh my God, they're going to kill him, and you could shoot him. There's actually laws about that. But what I'm saying is... I just went to a thing. All of a sudden you went from being like, is it wrong to kill people? Yeah, you should never kill somebody. Mm-hmm. To going, mm, sometimes. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, And I feel like everything is like that. And not everybody has the rational uh, ability to go, mm, sometimes, and know what that sometimes is. Yes. And then when you hear about the mm, sometimes, mm-hmm. you don't always have the context to know the situation. Right. Or the or the the state of mind is to be like, okay, I'll listen to you. Right. It's and it's immediate. Like no, there are some things though that are completely wrong without any kind of context. All right. Like um, any kind of any kind of abuse towards another person. Mm-hmm. Like any kind of like. You just beat the shit out of somebody for no reason. Rape, where does wrong. It, where does like, abuse start and stop? That's again, we're getting into the accosting a person out of nowhere. Okay. Like they're you're they're your spouse, or they're just walking on the street. You punch them in the face, or okay. they're just sitting across the dinner table and you throw a cup so, in their face. Right. Like. But then you get back to. This is where I always get weird about this. I'm, I agree one hundred percent. So mm-hmm. if you're walking down the street and somebody punches you, mm-hmm. it's assault. Yeah. If you're walking down the street and somebody pushes you, is that assault? Yeah, but you have the option to be like, asshole, and keep walking. Right. And then, but, okay. But if they pushed it, pushed you by accident. Oh, God. Like, all of a sudden, there's all these layers where you can't be universal. But if you told me... And this is, this is now politics, and guess what? We are not. Right, politicians. But, but what I'm saying is, because we did not get elected no. to to represent this bullshit. Like, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody that I was just like, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. Nobody does. I I did not put myself in a position where I need to have the answer. That I have to be so forthright on everything. I have my beliefs on my life and the people in my life that I will I will stick to. I also know the law. I'm very law-abiding. I will, like... So... Those hippie festivals that I go to, they're like, check in and check out when you go to your thing. And, like, checking out is a farce. Like, you don't right. have to check out. Nobody you just go out. get drunk. Flip I check noise. out. I check out. I go to my thing and I check out. I follow the rules. Whoa. I follow every single rule. I do it because there has to be some people who follow order, and that is me. But 
I don't know what the answer is. The answer to me is be a good person for the love of God. Don't what? be a dick. Yeah, and be willing to at least, at the very least, consider the other side's position or opinion. Because this is one of the things, how many times have you ever had your mind changed in your life after somebody broke down something for you in your life? Quite a bit. Oh. I will always listen. Right. Which is, again, back to the podcast, like you bring people in that like I don't like so much. Not that I don't like. It's just like I don't know where they're coming from. I'm not there. Like I, I don't like what they do just because I don't know anything about it. Right. It's not anything I'm opposed to. It's just something that I'm just like, what is he thinking again? And then they'll talk and be like, oh my God, I love it. I want to do it all day. Right. So that's the good part about bringing like to listening to different people's like perspective, which... I'm always a big fan of listening. Always. Well, miss, on that note. What time is it? It's late. Oh, we did it again. We've just been rambling. So, uh. We need to cut off the last 20 minutes of this conversation. At least. At least. I'm not going to. Because I'm lazy. No. All right. Well. Thank you, John. uh, We'll be here next Wednesday. More people soon. Yeah. All right. Thanks, John. See you.